So yeah, I have decided I think I'm going to think I'm going to be celibate for how long? Maybe till my birthday. Lauren. Yeah. We both know this isn't going to happen. I can do it. I've done it before. No. I did it last year. Mm -mm. Welcome to Kitty Whispers, episode 10. We are officially double digits. Double digits. Thank y'all for sticking with us. Yeah, I mean. Laughing with us. If you have stuck with us, thank you. (laughs) Or if you're new here, we're we're 10. (laughs) If you're new here, start from one and make your way here. (laughs) But um, update, I don't have kennel cough. I had the flu. Yes, she did. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we were recording just a couple of days shy of Thanksgiving. Yeah, I finally got my voice back. I sound a little bit better. Um, but it was miserable. It was like it, the very next morning or day, it hit me like a ton of bricks. And yeah, uh, it was like by the afternoon of Tuesday. She's like, I think that. Yeah, it was so wild. And so then I started to drug myself yeah. immediately. Heavily. Uh, with all of the homeopathic <laughs> flu medicine I could. I mean, get. I was miserable for like two days. And I hadn't had the flu. Not that it was strain A, apparently. But I have not had the flu like this level in a very long time. And I can honestly say I, it's times like this that I hate that I live by myself. Oh, it's the worst. Because I had to do everything for myself. I have my two dogs that I still had to take care of. And it was just, it was hard. It was rough. But that's usually whenever I don't, I don't ever complain about being single. And I don't mind being single. But when I am sick, mm-hmm. that's when I typically feel the most sorry for myself for being single. Because I either... I mean, I did. I mean, obviously, I have people I could call. My family's not far. But I'm just one of those people. I'm so used to taking care of myself. I'm like, no, nah, I'm good. I got it. But Marcus, my best friend Marcus, called, and he's like, oh, what's wrong with you? You sound so bad. And I was like, I have the flu. And he's like, Deidre, I live two minutes from you. Like, let me help you. And I'm like, no. I'm thankful for people who brought over, like, stuff whenever I've been sick or COVID or flu. But, yeah, that's it's always miserable. You feel like you can't really do anything for yourself. You have to get up and get your own water, let the pets out, do all the things. everything. Even, like, down to showering. I didn't have the energy to even stand in the shower and just like getting myself up and my well, medicine you. and thank you for showering before I came over today. Yeah. No, today is the first day I actually got ready in the last week. So I, did, I thought Thanksgiving week. wasn't going to happen. Yeah. Well, it kind of did, did for me because I was quarantining just yeah with uh, I know I feel bad. I was trying to make sure I didn't pass on the flu if that's what was happening I was feeling I felt good but I also could feel a little like my body was trying uh to stay well and so you know it's just a one of those things so like on we were gonna go over to my dad's house on Wednesday and we ended up going on Friday just because I was like counting down the days of how many you know to make sure but anyway so thankfully I you got over it and yeah. I didn't get sick real part yeah. of my immune system 
and uh what glad it's done now both of us are like literally gonna lay low before we go to mexico i know well and i figured you know what i got a lot of work i gotta do so it's perfectly fine for me um excuse my cough if it happens a couple times what other things you were gonna tell me what you what did you do last night So Lauren was having like a good time with family last night and I got home from my parents' house last night and one, I was going to get my Christmas tree put up, which I did. Um, it's up. I just haven't decorated it yet. I started to and then I got tired. So I was like, yeah, we're yeah, not doing you're this. Still recovering. So I shaved my entire sofa. <laughs> I shaved my sofa. Really? It took, I mean, I at least watched two movies while doing it. What does that entail? That was a commitment. But I, well, I, one, before I found this sofa, I went through like five. Oh, I I remember. One of which I returned because I was like, there's no way in hell this company is going to tell me that the piling on this fabric is normal and I'm not shaving it. It's not what I signed up for. So I get this sofa and it's been wonderful. But I was just looking at it last night when I had the light on and I was like, it's a little, it's kind of balling up in places. This is you. I'm it's recovering me. for the flu. I've I'm a psycho. And I'm now going to shave my couch. I'm a psycho. I took the whole thing apart and shaved every single cushion because I'm insane. Well, it does. That's how I spent shave. my Saturday. Shaving my sofa. <laughs> Not even my body or my vagina, because that hasn't happened in a week. My sofa. <laughs> you know, that's okay. I Yeah, I went over to my cousins for a her Friendsgiving. So even though on Thanksgiving Day, um, my oldest wanted to go with her dad, which is totally fine. The youngest was kind of feeling a little under the weather, and I was batting against potentially coming down with the flu so we ended up just staying home it was real rainy here so we stayed home and i ended up making us like tacos and enchilada soup and that's what we had for thanksgiving <laughs> watch wednesday who needs actual cute. thanksgiving food on yeah. thanksgiving but i got it last night so yeah that's nice yeah definitely mm-hmm. well let me tell you about the dumb thing that i did when oh yeah <laughs> friday night we went over to my dad's he made a delicious steak, uh, mushrooms, baked potato, red mm. wine, all the things are so good. Red wine. Yep. Uh-oh. A little bit. Well, and they got me Prosecco. But then I, I mean, I wasn't like <clears throat> pounding it down because, you know, but when I came home, here is always the kicker. Yeah. I had one more glass and that was the one that kind of pushed me <laughs> to wear. And so I was... Pushed her out over the edge. Filling a little brandy. And you'll be very proud. So, like, our last episode was running through my mind of, do not text Young Buck. Do not text anybody right now. So then I was like, I'll just text my friend, my good guy friend. And uh, and so then I was like, I guess I was filling myself. And so Mm -hmm. I... Took a couple, like, little pictures and, mm-hmm. like, little video. Like, nothing. Just, like, you know. A little sexy. Yeah. Not, like. Good. No, I get it. You got to You got to do them for the archives. Yeah, sometimes. When you're looking good and feeling good, you might as well take them and then archive them because they're, they're going to need them later. Yeah, exactly. So, that's 
that's where I was at. Yeah. And I was, I was real proud of myself because I wasn't sending him out. I wasn't sending him to Young Buck. I was like, we're not going to be doing any of that. We're just going to be putting him in the archive. Yes. And then I'm going to text him to my friend to see uh, which one he likes better. So that's the one that I keep. Well, he didn't respond. And so <laughs> I didn't send him the picture or the oh, video. Okay. Like I just texted him his name and then like I texted him and then he didn't respond. So I fell asleep. I yeah. thought, okay. So the next day bro, I woke up. On Saturday, I guess, and he's like, hey, love, sorry, I was asleep, but, you know, I missed your message. Are you okay? And I was like, oh, no, totally fine. Uh, I should be embarrassed. I was going to be, I was going to send you some little uh, video uh, pictures to see which one you liked better so mm -hmm. I could keep that in the archive. Glad I did it. He's like, he's like, oh, you know, wouldn't have minded. Totally fine. Well, we carry on throughout the entire day, go all the way through. <laughs> and then last night I decide, uh, I don't know, I guess I was like closing my apps and I see Snapchat on there, which I don't really use Snapchat. My She doesn't. I'm not. I used to. It's not a big yeah, thing. Yeah, you're um, not a big Snapchatter. Yeah, so I don't even know why I was choosing to use that as the. I think I like to take pictures in there because I can put them in that little vault that oh, for yeah, your eyes only. Yeah. So that's why. Anyway, tell me why I open it and I have like twenty million messages on there from everything from uh, exes, uh, some guys that I used to date or hook up mm -hmm. with, uh, ones that wannabes, full fledged just. Boom, 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 boom. And they're all like blue. In response. To... Responses. And I'm like, what is happening here? Oh, God. Mm. So the picture. Yeah. I know what she's talking about. And you know why? Because we had another mutual friend reach out to me and say, hey, I noticed a photo posted on Lauren's Snapchat. Which, by the way, thank you for being a real one, even though Deidre did not relay the <laughs> message. First of all, I was like, oh, no, let me look. So I look. And, I mean, it was it well, wasn't they, that bad. They were like, hey, I think Lauren accidentally posted. Yeah, she so she's to. like, I think Lauren accidentally. And I was like, nah, Lauren knows what she's doing. I said, I'm sure it was just driven by wine. Lauren did not know what she was doing. <laughs> I went to save it, and I posted it. She posted the the what was should have been an archived photo to her snap I mean story. it wasn't a nudie it was just it wasn't nude but it was lots of cleavage it was uh very in, full of insinuation 100 percent and uh and um so I texted him last night and I said well I thought I came out of that unscathed and I was going to send it to you but instead it made its way onto my snapchat photo or mm -hmm. uh timeline and he was like well I know you already know, but now uh, it's it's KW content. And I said, yeah, one hundred percent. So, but no, I just thought it was so funny that someone reached out to me and was like, "Do you think Lauren meant to post that?" And I was like, "Sure." She doesn't even tell me. I could yeah, have taken. She did. I could have <laughs> taken that down eight hours ahead of time. Well, but I was like, "Lauren's smart. The girl knows what she's doing." No. <laughs> no. I thought it was funny. There were so many messages. Ridiculous. That's a good thing, though. But ridiculous. It's better that you get a lot than none at all. Because then oh, you'd be like, well, it shit. <laughs> it would have been so Why'd no one comment about my photo? Well, either way. I had a friend that did that when Instagram started. Makes me sound ancient whenever I 
say it like that, but <laughs> when Instagram first became a thing, she thought it was just kind of like Snapchat, like you take pictures and do the filters. And so she posted straight <laughs> up nude photos oh, no. of herself to Instagram thinking she was just taking them of herself. And it was like in just what she could oh. see. And we had to be like, you posted that and everybody can see your, your sexy pics now. Oh, God. Yeah, so she, now she hasn't, like, no social media. <laughs> I wouldn't either. <laughs> that was so long Thank ago, God though. this was, all I could think to myself was, like, when I looked at the picture, and I was like, oh, my God, at least. It, it was really just- wasn't. If it would have been more concerning, I would have said something. But it really wasn't well, that. Well, thank God the one that was more it concerning was made it into the archive. Yeah, well, I'm yeah. a tasteful. I'm a tasteful Now, bitch. yeah, which that's why I was like, no, nah, I think we're good. She knew she was posting that one. No, I didn't. And honestly, I don't like looking thirsty. Like, that's not my game. That's I not. you were in a thirsty, thirsty mood. Was not. Was not. <laughs> I was thirsty for something else. And I guess I just decided to <clears throat> snap it away. But uh, it's totally fine. So, yeah, other than that, I've still been a real good girl. Yeah, I have too. But I have, I think I have a date this week. We've talked about it's it. Hot. He is hot. He's very good looking. Um, we've talked. We've talked about going on a date for over a year now. So I think we may make it happen this time. This I was actually matched. I let my friend Catherine take over my hinge one time, and she matched me with three guys. This was one of them, and we've just never been able to like match up and make our schedules work. Um. And I don't know, I've just been kind of in a funk, but I think I'm ready to go on a date. I'm going to make sure you're not coughing when you go. I know. And then this happens. I don't want to be like a nasally gross thing whenever we do go on a date. So When people are that hard-bodied. He's very hard. He does a very chiseled body. It makes me feel a little... Like, I feel fluffy compared to You are to not him. fluffy. But I, um, like, I've dated and very attractive <clears throat> men, very hard-bodied, like, CrossFit coaches, yeah. like, you name it. Just... I mean, most of my guys usually are. I don't know why that always happens. I would prefer a dad bod. No, you wouldn't. A hundred percent I would because I know I'm going to look better in that scenario at all times. hundred percent. Well, I usually, like, I kind of like the... I like you to be, you know, you take care of yourself. I like that you have that. But when they're that way, they're usually that way because they're so strict about what they eat. And I don't what they... think he is, though. I think he literally just has, he is very active as far as, like, he makes a point to exercise every day. Mm-hmm. But I see, like, he'll post things of, like, what he's eating and stuff, and it's not, like, some weird she texted diet. me a picture of him, and he had his shirt off, and my only response was, I want to know. This is, like, the day after Thanksgiving. <laughs> she goes, did he eat yesterday? Did he like, make a – did he have a plate? Like, that's all I want to know is, did he eat? Yeah. Because I'm all for being healthy, but, like, if you deny yourself – But what also what's annoying is, like, when men are really fit like that, they can eat and do all the things, and they don't bloat the way women's bodies do. Like, mm-hmm. I know our bodies were made to just build human beings. And we're, 
we are way stronger and tougher than most men will ever dream of being. Um, and for the men out here out there who are listening, I want you to know that the strength ratio, it's like women can lift heavier percentages for their like their body composition for longer periods of time. So even though men can technically lift the heaviest once, we can lift heavier amounts for longer periods and go the distance so if any of y'all are like questioning that sorry i mean we can push watermelons out of our vaginas and they we have very high pain tolerances i mean we have to keep families afloat when everybody gets sick while we're also sick yes and men just kind of crumble with all of that no offense but i'm just saying yeah so when it comes to like eating thanksgiving our bodies just respond differently differently Same his thing if you eat like pizza and you're not used to it i'm really i've never had a chiseled body like that so i don't know what to expect after eating a lot well maybe i should ask him so do you bloat ever <laughs> do you ever bloat do your abs or when you are bloated can you still see your abs yes. I'm sure they can. Maybe he just has like a real, like a very high metabolism and like immediately poops. <laughs> I have no idea. I really don't. I do know I'm excited. So I'm going to start working out with Daydree mm-hmm. after my busy season and I can breathe a little bit. So getting into January, um, obviously y'all probably can't tell um, and unless you've known me for a long time personally. Used to work out a lot, be super fit, loved it. I had one of those bodies where it was like hard, hard, a little bit, a little kind of juicy, you know, ass in the <laughs> sense of like, no, like it was like, I forget the term that it was like, you look like you do, like you work out, but you still eat fried chicken, right? Like that was like yeah, the, and I, I loved it. But yeah. then I blew out my ACL completely, you know, COVID, you name it. So we're a little bit thicker than we like to be on this side of it. However feeling i still think she's beautiful well because she loves me however we're not getting any younger we can no longer use our knee as an excuse after listening to the last episode where i repeatedly called myself an old woman i've decided we're gonna start to do we're not using that mentality anymore yeah we're going to change some things so i'm gonna start working out again i work out two to three times a week i should probably do more but you're doing great. Thank you. I just, it's just hard to find the motivation. Yeah. I mean, I have a trainer. Shout out Pierre. Um, he lights a fire under me. Yeah. Gets me going. He also tells me that um, I'm getting older <laughs> and need to start having children all the time. That's really nice, Pierre. Yeah, I'm like, thank you, Pierre. I love this that. for me. Thank you. You remind me every time I work out that I need to find a man, get married, and have children. Is he volunteering? Because if not, then he needs no, to pop down. because he's married and has children. <laughs> well, uh, I used to work out like five, six times a week. Mm-hmm. And then after my knee. Um, yeah. And obviously I had to go. I mean, it was a year and a half before I could have surgery. So like that that doesn't do anybody any favors. Well, and you're in an abusive relationship. And had all sorts of things happening. Yeah. And, uh, and so it's. This whole next year is going to be all good. Yeah. So I feel like this year I had to take, you know, my getting my business and my mental health and everything back on track. That was mm-hmm. goal. And now that I'm feeling that way, now I 
I'm going to start focusing on the physical side of that. Mm -hmm. So watch out world. (laughs) In about six months, (laughs) we're going to be unstoppable. I mean, we already are unstoppable, but be able to fit through smaller spaces. Yeah. I mean, I used to do the whole five to six days a week. Mm-mm. I only did it because I was working out with a group that like it was more fun to me. Yeah. When it became like an obsessive thing with like the group, that's when I was kind of like, not really into this. But um, I mean, I do think it's a good good to do at least three to four days. Yeah, I mean, my my goal would be to where I'm working out real hard three days a week and have a fourth day that is like a, just an active day, like something fun, but it's active. Right. Um, And Pierre always tells me, okay, we're doing the two days you, him and I work out. Those are the hard days. And he's like, and I want you to do two other days where it's strictly just go walk or go for an hour, like do something active for an hour. And so, yes, I try. The other day he was like, don't lie to me. I know you haven't been doing <laughs> And he's right. But um, I think it would be fun, though, to have, like, Lauren, now we're going to be each other's support. And so maybe it will be more like, okay, let's go ride bikes or let's do something yeah. like that. So Yeah, I mean, like, I want my dog. But, like, I miss working out. I, I miss that kind of exhilaration that you get from pushing that yourself. sweating. And, and, yeah. You know, yeah. I, I was, when sex is your only cardio feeling. <laughs> We got to do when you're different. out of breath during sex. That's when, you know, well, and I, you know, I feel like I'm still doing all right, but I got to, obviously <laughs> we got to, I haven't had sex in a while. So I wouldn't know I'm a born of a born again virgin. Oh, I was going to tell you what. So yeah, I have decided I think I'm going to think I'm going to be celibate for how long? Maybe till my birthday. Lauren. Yeah. We both know this isn't going to happen. I can do it. I've done it before. No. I did it last year. Mm-mm. Not by choice. What does that mean? It means you didn't choose. It just happened that way. It just happened to be there was zero people of interest in your life at that time. Like me, for instance. I would be but knocking them out of the park right now But you if chose. I had someone. Yeah, but you chose You've no. chosen to be hibernating, no. and I chose to I wouldn't hibernate. say I've chose to be hibernating. It's just kind of happened that way. Yeah, but you're not really interested. You haven't been I'm not interested. not actively. Trying. I mean, I guess not. Well, and that's where I was last year. I wasn't interested. So that's why it happened. This year, I think that I'm going to, uh, you know, I'm very busy for the next mm-hmm. two weeks before we go out of town. I'm going to be working a disgusting amount of hours. Yeah. And but what if you meet someone really hot in Mexico? <laughs> I'll hang out. We'll hang out. No. You are a, okay, first of all, you're a very sexual person. You put some tequila in you and that's heightened. So listen, I Listen, my know. dad is going to listen. My dad listened to the last one. Okay, the fact it couldn't get any worse than what the last one was. He calls me up. Daydream, we're getting ready to record. He's like, what are you doing? I was like, we're about to record. He goes, oh, <laughs> okay. And she makes a fart joke in the background. And I said, <laughs> he doesn't know about that. He's not going to listen. Dad, do not listen to this next episode. Mm, he listened. He calls me the next day and he goes, hey, 
what was on that episode that you didn't want me to listen to that I immediately listened to? And I'm like, what is it? Like, you know, the numerology stuff. That's pretty cool. I'm not weird about it. I know you're into that. And I was like, yeah, Dad, that's exactly the one. That's the episode that's I want you. That's it. You busted. Nope. He knew. Because if y'all subscribe, it will tell you new Kitty Whispers episode. Yeah. I'm just really glad my dad doesn't know how to do any of that. Yeah, well, my dad does because we showed him. And then because I thought he wasn't going to listen. So if he's listening to you talk about me being sexual right now, Tequila, go, Lauren, I know who my daughter is. Well, thank you. I but mean, Chuck, I'm the exact same way. But he calls me and he says, what are you doing? I said, oh, I'm real busy. I'm working on this. I'm doing this. Da, da, da. And he goes, it sounds like you need to get some help over there. And I said, yeah, but I'm probably not able to hire somebody until the beginning of next year. He goes, well, why don't you just get Young Buck over there with you? <laughs> and he starts laughing and then calls me of the farting queen. <laughs> well, I was the farting queen this weekend. <laughs> but thank God I was just by myself. I blame it on the flu. Blame it on it was so bad. I haven't farted like that again. That was one and only time. And it was it's so, so bad. Oh, God. Anyway, I yeah. think I think after that, I think I'm just not going to for a while. I'll <laughs> just keep my crazy tucked in. Well, I'll keep y'all posted on how long this lasts. My birthday. I'm hoping maybe. I I'm hoping the next sexcapade is me and not Lauren. I want that for you, too. I'm all for it. My thing is, like, there would be no issues if I just went out and, but what is wrong with me? <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. You've chosen this path I, for yourself. I don't think I've chosen. I've just been, like, like, I just go through these, like, roller coaster moods where I am either thriving and I know I'm looking top 10 that night and I'm ready to roll. Otherwise, I guess I have a scowl on my face and... Like, nobody wants to, like, yeah, I your just... energy is kind of, like, repelling the, like, yeah. potential, like, men they know not to approach, maybe. Maybe. That's where I was last year. Right now, after this last time, and then I realized that I, like, while Young Buck is a lot of fun, and we have a great time hanging out, mm-hmm. we've now been hooking up for, like, six, seven months. And I always do this. Like, I will start kind of like hooking up with someone or Mm -hmm. dating and then just, not that him and I are dating, but like just, you know, you're consistently seeing someone. I realize I do that as space fillers and I just kind of like, and then I end up, uh, but then I'm delaying, but I really don't want to get married again. And I don't want to be in a relationship. I don't think that that's for me. That's one of the things that as we talk about, cuffing season and mm-hmm. all of those I don't feel that pressure I don't even last night at my cousin's Friendsgiving I'm looking around and they're all couples there I'm the only single person there was briefly a single guy but he wasn't like you know there for long but I just I was the only single female mm-hmm. and I don't feel any desire to be well, and coupled after my last little snippet of whatever you want to call it what it was I think I just I've realized I don't want those fillers yeah so I would rather it be someone that I'm interested in seeing long term rather than just hookups so that's why I haven't really been yeah well that's what I'm saying that's why she's closed for business well Well, and you also yeah I mean I got burned 
to the point where I was closed for a long time, I then kind of, it's been nice to kind of have that reminder of like, oh, I'm actually like mm-hmm. a female and I am sexual. She can still get it. Yeah. And it's been fun, mm-hmm. but I just, uh, I don't know. I don't want to, I don't know. We'll see. Well, how do you feel like you navigated Thanksgiving this year as far as like what you're typically used to versus how it did go? Well, I mean, I think that had I not been concerned that I was like had like the pending doom of flu, <laughs> um, I, I, I probably think you were in good spirits at least. Yeah, no, I was fine. I would have gone and been around. You know, I spent fa- time with family on Saturday prior to Thanksgiving. <clears throat> then was going to see my dad on Wednesday. And then we pushed that. And then I was going to do family again on Saturday. But, mm-hmm. you know, it is weird. I do have an estrangement, you know, with my mom, like my family, you know, on her, her, I really, because my cousins and everyone else that I just saw, they were, yeah, they're part of that. Well, and it's just very new still. So I just didn't know. Yeah. I mean, I think that that's one of the things that when we talk about navigating the holidays and things like that, I think that I've just, I'm grateful for the place that I'm at mentally where I accept that things don't always look exactly the way they're supposed to. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't feel the pressure of that. If my oldest daughter wanted to go and spend time with her dad, just so that she had some of that normalcy for her, if both of right. them had wanted to go. My youngest wasn't feeling great. Otherwise she would have gone too, but I would have rather my children go and have what feels normal for them because we're usually are with my mom or with my family. And mm-hmm. this year, obviously we're not going to be, um, or weren't. And so I decided, you know what? That's okay. Maybe we make tacos and we binge watch Wednesday and we. Great show, by the way. So fun. We'll and do a show recap at yeah. the end. And, uh, I've had to accept that sometimes things just don't look the way they're supposed to or feel the way they're supposed to. And I'm okay with that. Yeah. And I think, so I'm like super, super weirdly close with my family and over the years, um, Lauren actually sent me a really cool quote the other day and it was something about, what was it? Generally the healthiest person in the room is. Yeah. Whenever you're the one that is, when you recognize certain things that are not healthy Mm -hmm. or, and you're the one that kind of, I mean, that's where like the term black sheep comes from essentially, right? Like the one that kind of speaks up and says, Hey, none of these things are really great. And so like, and not that my family is like toxic or bad or anything, but you have a good family. I have a wonderful family and I adore every single one of them. But you know, over the past three years, 2020, I started therapy and working through some things and I've just learned like we are so close, but I have zero privacy when it comes to my personal life. So I've started to set boundaries, you know, or put boundaries in place to where I have a little bit of privacy when it comes to me and my life and what I have going on. I don't feel the need to tell my mom or brother everything because I don't care for it to be a topic of conversation, you know? And so, well, and that feels probably, and I'm speaking from personal experience, awkward to them because it feels very weird and it caused problems well and it's called enmeshment it's like when you are so close my my mom's side of the family was like that where very enmeshed 
it almost feels intrusive, but you've grown up with it. So you're used to those boundaries being constantly like crossed. Mm -hmm. And when you start setting boundaries and going, Hey, this doesn't feel right. Or I don't really want to be Mm -hmm. sharing all this with you. We don't need to be discussing this or your, it's wonderful that you have an opinion. I'm a grown up, So it's unnecessary. hundred percent. And when that is a new boundary, it can feel uncomfortable or, they don't like it. They don't like it. Yeah. Um, and then I become the problem. I become the one that starts the issues, but it's like, no, I'm just creating a boundary so that, you know, well, you're I have a little bit of privacy. Yeah. yeah. And I am an, a grown woman and I did choose to live my life a different way that they really don't agree with, which is I should be married with children at this point. But, um, Or, you know, starting my business, they would prefer me to have a corporate job that's regular paying and those types of things. So, you know, there's, they like to insert a lot of their opinions, which is great and fine. But I just decided that I didn't, that those things didn't make me feel great. And so I set a boundary and, you know, it did cause, it does cause rifts from time to time, but I do know going when it comes to holidays And, you know, people have these expectations of, oh, well, this is what we do every year. You know, Mm -hmm. this is what we do for Christmas. This is what we do for Thanksgiving. But maybe in your mind, you're like, well, I kind of want to start my own traditions or, you know, and it is going to cause problems. Yeah, I went through that when I started having the like when I had the girls, Mm -hmm. you know, my uh, mom was always so used to the girls and I or like me. It was you come to my house Christmas morning where you're here. And I was like, actually... I don't like feeling brushed. I don't like as I want the girls to be able to wake up and open Christmas and be at the house. And so wanted to change that Mm -hmm. because I just, it didn't feel good to me. And I realized I was putting so much pressure and stress on myself to be accommodating to what the standard was. Right. While I was like, this is actually not serving me anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, And that was just one example of, quite a few that started to occur. Well, I know this is common in a lot of families and, you know, people's feelings get hurt. Like with my brother and sister-in-law, she's not super close to her family. So they're with ours all the time. But I know if that was different and my mom had to share Mm -hmm. the grandbabies, it would be very hard for her. Well, that was like with my brother. My brother got married and started having kids and they were going over to uh, my sister-in-law's family's house, mm-hmm. you know, there was a lot of resentment and, you know, feeling frustrated. And it's like, look, you and know I what? get it. I get it. I yeah. totally like, I wouldn't want to share them either. If my niece and nephews were having to go split time at my sister-in-law's family's house mm-hmm. and we didn't get to see them every holiday, I would feel upset too, but I get well, and that's like, I grew up in that situation, right? Mm-hmm. Like we were shuttling, you were here for a couple hours and you go here for a couple hours. And yeah. I, as a kid, it's dreaded, exhausting. yeah, I dreaded the holidays because you spend it in the car and you're and back and you're forth and, you there's know, there's always a side of the family that you like more. Right. So when you have to be with your, your, you know, side that you would prefer to be with and then leave early to go to the others, you know, it's just, well, it's a lot and everyone needs to, you need to do what makes you happy You need to do what causes you less stress during the holidays and stop worrying about 
everything your family's going to say or think or react. Yeah. Like, you know, maybe that means that you end up hosting and saying, if you, whoever can come, come. Great. Mm-hmm. You know, if you can, if your side wants to come and my spouse's side wants to come and whoever, it, you know yeah. what? Um, I started doing that and it made the particular pressure off. And it does. Uh, I mean, obviously you have different levels of it, but like for me this year, you know, obviously there's been a huge dramatic shift in my family dynamic and it's been for a healthier one I was Mm -hmm. you know setting boundaries on things that for a long time I was accepting because I was forced to be Mm -hmm. complacent and with and now um I don't have to right Mm -hmm. and so some of the sacrifice of that is maybe you don't all get together and play nice and share a meal and sit around and pretend that everything's Everything's okay but you know what I am so much happier in my current situation to be able to say that, you know what, that means I'm going to go be around my cousins or I'm going to go be around my friends. You invited me to come out. We didn't, it was pouring rain and Mm -hmm. you were hacking. And I mean, even this year, yeah, my whole family was sick. And so we didn't know how Thanksgiving was going to go. And that's depressing and sad. And obviously we all want to be together. But at the end of the day, if we're all sick, we know we can't do that. And well, and it's, it's just different. Even divorce does that. Like, you know, with me, you know, I have to give the girls every other Christmas, every other holiday, Mm -hmm. you know, and this year I won't have them for Christmas. And I realized that's probably like the loneliest time for me is on Christmas mornings. If I don't have the girls and I wake up Mm -hmm. and they're not there. Well, guess what? You can spend it with me. Yes. Well, and that was what I was going to say was, is I realized been a single mom now for nine years Mm -hmm. and only a couple of those have I had a relationship right and someone I was with that kind of made up for that Mm -hmm. and it was now though in the past couple of years I realized that I didn't like going over to my mom's or going and being and doing what was the normal traditional thing when my children were there I started becoming kind of that advocate of saying you know what we'll celebrate Christmas when the girls come home we'll get together then y'all do you I'm gonna go be with my friends, I went, you know, the last Christmas, I didn't have them on Christmas Eve. I went over to Christine's and we had dinner and we did something different a couple of years ago. Like I would, uh, this year I'll be with you. Like yeah. I just, I started to where I quit feeling the guilt of this is a, the holiday day, the day of. Exactly. Ex- like it has to be on yeah. this day. Like, and I was no. like, no, if my children aren't here, then I'm going to wait because mm-hmm. when they come home, that will feel like and be like Christmas for that day. So yeah. I'm going to do something different. Last mm-hmm. year for Thanksgiving, I went out and did things with my friends and it was wonderful. And I realized <laughs> that when I took that pressure off of myself of feeling committed to whatever was the tradition Mm -hmm. I've been happier otherwise I'm feeling way more lonely and and missing my children even more because that's the scenario that they should have been with me or oh my gosh now I'm I'm single especially I'm going through a breakup and you're there it just I didn't like it Mm -hmm. so I stopped forcing myself to be subjected to it and you know what I'm happier as soon as I took that pressure off of myself of meeting everyone else's expectations Mm -hmm my holidays, whether I have them or not, or whether I'm single or not, are a lot happier, you know? Yeah, for sure. And uh, so, you know what, all of you out there who are listening on the interwebs Mm -hmm. and came across us, share, 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 share with your friends if you thought we were funny and made you laugh, because we get so excited every time we see a new city or state or country pop up. We do. 
Are you watching anything good? Well, I mean, I just completely blew through Dead to Me. Watched the last season. I did blow through Dead to Me. I'm very concerned for Christina Applegate for some reason. My cousin told me last night that I've always, uh, she's always thought I look like her. Like even, she goes, even when you were kind of like the bad girl, like teenager back on Married with Children. I can see that. Well, and I love her. I think she's so beautiful. But this season, she looks. Yeah, but she's a boss ass bitch. Not well. I know she's not well, but she's a boss ass bitch. She she insisted on staying and finishing. That's why a lot of the scenes she's sitting down. Oh, okay. So. She got diagnosed in the beginning. With MS. Yeah. What does that do exactly? I don't really know. And I don't want to sound completely just I want to do some research on what it does cause. She insisted and she stayed Well, and I'm glad she did and she did great. Um, It's a great series. I blew through it too. Wednesday, loved it. So cute. I mean, I just love Tim Burton. I think he's brilliant. And I love Jenna Ortega, who they got mm-hmm. to play Wednesday. I think she's freaking adorable. She is. Well, and she played the role so well. I always love whenever there's a show that I can watch with the girls that we both equally enjoy. You know. Yeah. And so that's one of them uh, that we. Yeah, really liked. it wasn't inappropriate, and it was just it was cute. And I speaking of inappropriate though, what mom fail? What'd you do? On Wednesday night, the night before Thanksgiving, <laughs> I watched with the girls Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Okay, that's a great movie, I though. I loved that movie when I was a kid. I don't remember it. Is there a lot of inappropriate stuff in uh, it? Apparently, there's a <laughs> lot of language in that. Oh, and well, it's right yeah. Short, but, I mean, he draws the F-bomb and GD a lot. A um, lot. I don't remember that Well, as the a thing kid. is, is, like, we don't remember it. But even now, like, when I'm watching shows with the babies... Anyways, but like even now, whenever things that I would watch by myself and I don't notice the language, but if I watch with my niece and nephews, I'm like, oh crap, this yeah. cusses a lot. Or like the other day I put on Iron Man because my nephew wanted to watch it and I'm like, oh, okay, whatever. And then I'm like, there's a lot of cussing and sexual innuendos, innuendos in Iron Man and I'm like, well, crap. He probably I don't even remember it, but I'm sure I probably noticed. And like that's why I was sitting with the girls, and obviously, I mean, I <laughs> drop an F bomb, uh, and they've, they're, it's not like they've never heard it before. But mm-hmm. like when you're watching a show, and all I could think is like, man, when I was a kid, I and my mom, my parents were very conservative when I was growing up. Mm-hmm. So I think that it's like funny that that was one of my favorite movies. But I think my grandfather is who I watched <laughs> it with. Um, well, and maybe I feel like sometimes that we notice things and they don't. Yeah. Well, they kind of looked at me, and I was like, oh. And then I also, Adam Sandler, I played on Thanksgiving Day because we were not doing anything Thanksgiving related. Which she should know by now. Anything with Adam Sandler, he's greatness, but. Turkey for me, turkey for you. And then he says something about, like, uh, masturbating. (laughs) (laughs) And you played the song for that? Listen. (laughs) The Gobble Gobble Turkey song from Adam Sandler has been widely played. You should have just sang on my song. <laughs> <laughs> but he says something about masturbating. And, I, and like, I just, <laughs> my daughter just looked at me and I was like, I don't want to acknowledge that you know that that's kind of weird and I'm sorry. Like, what's that? What's masturbating? Oh, God. Thanks, Adam Sandler. We still love you. We do love you. We want to make you trick of the week. No, never. Parker, don't you do. Is Parker going to be our trick of the week? Possibly. We'll find out in five seconds. He is on guard. 
standing on the sofa, sir. But uh, anyway, we just yeah. we hope that you guys navigated the holidays successfully mm -hmm. and in the healthiest way possible. Yes. We hope that you guys, uh, I'm really excited. I've been watching Yellowstone, so that is what I, been. I know. But I, I like I, that. I like uh, And the White Lotus, I was watching Oh, that. yeah, White Lotus has been great. And then Sex Lives of College Girls. I have not watched that. Don't watch that with the girls. It's uh, so cute, but. It's the name itself. I don't even know what that's on. What is that on? I think it's on HBO. Mm. And um, Mindy, what's her name? Mindy, um, she played on uh, The Office. Oh, Kelly. Yeah, that she's the the like director producer of it. How fun! It's really she's really it's really cute. It just kind of shows like it reminds me of being in college, like being kind of like a stronger female in college and navigating like the dating world and dealing with a lot of douches and it's just cute. Douchebags. But don't watch it with the girls. I'm not going to watch it with the girls. No, we don't watch stuff like that. It's actually really funny, though. So, well, we hope you guys have a wonderful week. We hope you don't yes. accidentally post pictures on your Snapchat story. Yeah, don't do that. Um, Delete them. Archive them. Especially or if they're good. Them. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so we will be checking in very soon. Mm-hmm. And until then, just... Seize the day. Be a badass bitch. See you later, alligator.